Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Thank you for tuning in. I am here to remind you today that your mindset about money will actively create your own financial reality. Once your mindset changes, everything on the outside will change along with it, whether it's mindset around your life or mindset around money. So remember that money will always match your mindset. Today on the show, I have Therese Nicholas. Therese is a certified money coach and certified financial planner who specializes in helping women create financial freedom by releasing subconscious negative money beliefs and develop new money habits that help you create your ideal lifestyle. She's the woman behind WealthCoachForWomen.net. And if you stay until the end, she's going to give you a four-minute crash course on the eight types of money types. So join our conversation around money so that you can enjoy financial freedom. Thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thank you for having me, Lucy. I've been listening to your podcasts and could not believe how much in alignment we were with your message and mine. So I'm so excited that you actually invited me. (laughs) Ah, let's get started. So how did you get started? Well, you know, as a little kid, I started working when I was about 12 years old. And once I started working, Lucy, I really got hooked on the concept of being financially independent. So of course, a 12-year-old, you're still depending on your parents, but it was so cool to be able to go to the store and buy something without having to ask permission or ask for the money. Now, in contrast, my mother was not in that situation. Whenever she wanted to buy anything, whether it was for the kids, I mean, I came from a big family, there were six of us, or whatever it was that she wanted to do, she had to ask my father. And that usually resulted in some sort of a battle of wits. And I saw that behavior and I made a decision that I do not want that to be me. So fast forward as I was, I've been in financial services my whole career. And a colleague of mine suggested that I go into asset management and financial planning. And I did. And But I saw that there was a big gap between really helping people solve their money problems and what the industry was directing us to do. So I created a process that was to fill that gap. And my inspiration was knowing all the women from my past that were not empowered with money that felt like they were at somebody else's mercy. And I was inspired to basically focus on them and help them be able to make smart money decisions so that they can enjoy financial independence. So what exactly is money coaching? Money coaching is the process of helping a person identify their beliefs and behaviors around money that lead to their results. And we found with many much research that most of our decisions are subconscious. So about 90% of the things that we think and the things that we do because of those thoughts are in our subconscious mind. And a lot of that money behavior lives there. So things that you learned growing up, whether it was direct, like somebody teaching you or just things that you watched have an influence over how you behave today, whether it's financial, emotional, spiritual, or anything, most of your behavior is influenced over the things that you saw in your past life. 
Mm, So it's very instilled deeply in our heads. It's very deep in our heads, yes. And we find that when we can take a person and help them bring all that information forward and kind of like picture laying cards out on the table, they can see that now when they behave a certain way or they feel a trigger that causes them to behave a certain way, now they're aware and they can change it. And then we also teach alternate behaviors so that they can get different results because you know the definition of insanity you keep doing things the same way and expect different results that's called insanity (laughs) (laughs) so do you teach your clients to invest i do but i lead with the money coaching and the behavioral management before we even talk about investing so how would that be different from a financial advisor Well, I do both. I am a certified financial planner, but a certified financial planner as a standalone process is not teaching a person to change their behavior. So they're just looking at your assets, your liabilities, and your net worth, and they're helping you make decisions around investing that might be based on your tolerance for risk. And that's great where money coaching comes in and gives another layer. So it gets to the root of why are you where you are? Why aren't you where you want to be? And let's close that gap. And we do that with behavioral financial management. And that's what money coaching is. I love it. And I love it how you specialize in helping women. And so do I. I mean, we have nothing against men. It's just a very conscious choice that we are in the business of supporting other women. So what is your why? Why do you specialize in helping women only? Well, I specialize in helping women, Lucy, mainly because I, when I started off in the industry, I realized and I don't think too much has changed today, that the market really focuses on men. Even when I would sit down with a couple, it would be like the man that would dominate the conversation. So when that person either got divorced or the husband died, you know, if I'm meeting with a widow or a a divorcee for the very first time, one of the things that I was hearing over and over again was when they would go to meet with their advisor and their husband was present, they felt like they were invisible. And that resonated with me. And I said, you know, this is systemic of the industry. And I felt strongly that women needed a different approach, that they needed to have more education And somebody that was going to take the time to listen, allow them to be heard, and really get their concerns and issues out on the table so that they can be properly addressed. And I didn't see that that void being filled anywhere, so I decided to fill it. I love it. I believe that the world needs more women to fully and consciously step into their power. And Absolutely. Yes, I love it. (laughs) And money is a sense of power. I mean, if you feel in control of your finances, you feel like no matter what's going to happen in your life, you're going to be able to stand on your own two feet. And when you feel that way, you approach life with a higher level of confidence and clarity. You just feel more certain about your future. Oh, I love it. Yes, we are here to help you. We are here to inspire confidence. We're here to inspire hope, right? Mm -hmm. Women support women. And this is the next generation. What is one thing you've observed from talking to these women that makes the biggest impact on their success? That is an awesome question. The one thing that I have seen that has really stood out for me is when we begin the money coaching process, an issue that crops up almost always is a sense of lack of worthiness. And that flows through in so many ways and that it shows up in so many ways in their life. 
Um, for example, a person that doesn't feel worthy, they're not going to ask for a raise. They're going to put themselves in a position of a job that's maybe under what they really should be. If there's a situation where they could possibly get a promotion, they might not show up because they don't feel worthy. And then all of that affects how much money they earn, which you know spills over into all of the areas of their life. If we have lack of self-worth, that also has an impact on the people we surround ourselves with. And people that tend to um, either marry or have relationships with people that really bring them down and they do that consistently, that's a demonstration of a lack of self-worth. So when you can work on someone and help them identify that, it's amazing how other areas of their life get lifted up. And I can give you a really good example if you'd like to hear it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, I'm working with this woman. I've been working with her for a number of years. And she's probably one of my best, like test, I don't want to call it test case, but somebody that really took this information seriously and really wanted to make a change. So she came to me and she came from a large family with a lot of money baggage. And she said she didn't want this for her daughter. She wanted her daughter to have a better life and a better relationship with money. And she felt that if I taught her, then she would be able to lead by example and teach her daughter. So through all of the process of the money coaching, we discovered that she had some very serious self-worth issues. And we worked very hard on those to the point where I told her, I have a number of clients that are in her field, and she was probably earning about half of what most of my other clients were earning that had a similar background. So she didn't believe me. And I said, no, I you know, I'm serious. I'm not fooling around here. I said, but what I'd like to do is I'd like to work with you and help you get your confidence to ask for a raise. So we did that and she asked for the raise and she got a raise, but it really wasn't enough, but at least it was a yes. So she had that success. And I said, okay, now we're going to go look for a better job. So we worked together. I helped her with a resume. She uh, went online. She actually secured a good interview. I helped her with the interview process you know, helped her prep. She got the job and she literally, no exaggeration, Lucy, she doubled her income. So she came to me, at, you know, she called me right after the interview and she told me what happened and what they were going to be paying her. And she was just, she was beside herself. She was, couldn't believe this. I said, I kept telling you, you were underpaid, but that wasn't even the best part. Want to know what the best part was? Yeah. She was a type of person that if somebody ever said anything negative or whatever, she would just, you know, not speak up, let it go. Well, she was in the lunchroom and one of her colleagues made a remark to her that was really nasty. And normally she would just ignore it. But this time she said, no, I'm not going to ignore it. She turned to the woman and she said, I'm very offended by that remark. Why did you say that to me? And the woman turned to her and she was kind of taken aback. And she said, oh, you're so sensitive. And she said, you're right. I am sensitive and I don't like you talking to me in that manner and I'm asking you to stop. Well, the woman didn't know what to say to her, but the good news is it never happened again. The better news is this was the first time she actually ever stood up for herself. And since then, she's been standing up for herself ever since. And a lot of that comes from that lack of self-worth. So if somebody doesn't feel worthy, if somebody else stomps all over them, they just kind of expect it. Yes. Knowing your power and self-worth. That is the title of the 18th episode on my show. And it's one of the top downloaded episodes because we as women really need to know our power and get over negative self-talks. Who's ever ever telling you that you're not confident or you're you're not worthy? Nobody. It's all self-imposed. Right. That's the itty-bitty committee that lives in our head (laughs) and is always working against us. 
So a lot of the coaching process is it involves getting rid of those negative messages and replacing them with something positive. Absolutely. I love your work as well. So when it comes to money, you say that there's eight money types. Yes. Can you give us like a four-minute crash course on money types? Sure. Well, first of all, the money type is not your personality. What the money archetype is, is your tendency to think, feel, and behave in a certain way. So for example, one of the types is called the innocent. And this is a person who, where money is concerned, they have a tendency to be overly trusting. So this is someone who would delegate financial responsibility to somebody else like a spouse. They stick their head in their sand. There's somebody who probably never looks at their bank statement and they really are looking for somebody else to rescue them. That would be that archetype. The next one is a victim. And when you have a combination of victim innocent, it's a disaster waiting to happen because this is a person who not only feels powerless like the innocent and they not only delegate like the innocent, but when anything goes wrong, it's like they can always blame somebody else. So they never take responsibility for their situation. A martyr is another one who's got that suffering mentality. It's like, oh, I grew up in the Great Depression. If you know people who went through the Depression, they have a high martyr complex when it comes to their archetype. And they generally are very resentful of other people. They resent other people that do better than they do. And there's a lot of jealousy, a lot of jealousy and a lot of feeling of um, like money is power. And one of the ones that really disturbs me is the tyrant, because that tyrant is that person usually who lords it over somebody else. So in particular with a spousal situation where one spouse is responsible for the finances or takes that responsibility, but they take it to such a level that it's like everything is theirs and maybe they'll dole you out a portion as opposed to thinking of a spousal relationship where everything is combined and everything is ours and we can have a conversation around things. It's like, no, I'm in charge. Uh, Create an artist is another archetype that's interesting. That's a person who's usually very spiritual, um, very like, you know, artistic. It's like anything goes and they have that tendency to feel like anything goes financially. And in many cases, when I'm working with a client who is um, in that spiritual space, like they're a healer, they're uh, Reiki, they be a, a medium, they do things that are angel reading, things of that nature, yoga, they have a conflict with money not being spiritual. And they feel like if they ask for too much money, that they're not being spiritual. So that becomes a problem when they're running a business because they never have enough money. And eventually they end up going out of business, which means they're not able to help anyone. So the two that are very distinctive that we aim for, and we aim for the combination of the warrior magician. The warrior is somebody who just has that ability to take charge. My grandmother was a warrior magician. She was an amazing, amazing woman, lived through the depression, never once mentioned or complained about the depression. And she could just make money out of anywhere. She um, was very talented. She and my grandfather were very blue collar, as blue collar as it gets. My grandfather was smart enough to allow her to handle all the finances and she handled them beautifully. So she would take in sewing, do laundry, do whatever she had to do to put money on the table. My grandfather was a barber and between the two of them, they never had any doubt that they would be able to create enough for the family. And they were very generous, very philanthropic and always had money for charity. And I think that warrior magician has that abundance mindset 
where they have no fear. They feel like they're always going to be able to create enough. They have that confidence in themselves. And that's what shows up in their life because that's their belief system. And it doesn't mean you have to be a multimillionaire. It means that you are a person who has confidence that you will always be able to create more than enough. And that means that you have more than enough and you can share. And that's a person who's very well balanced when it comes to finances. They can have a conversation around money that's not emotional. It's My grandmother used to talk about money all the time, and it was like she was sharing a recipe. It was no no fighting over it. It was just very, um, you know, this is a tool we use every day, and this is how we talk about it, and this is how we learn how to use it properly. And that's when you can get a person to get to that level. That's when you see financial freedom and you see just a level of happiness in their life that's almost hard to explain. Okay, ladies, if you're listening to this episode, you're going to choose to be a warrior. You are a magician. Thank you so much for your wealth wisdom, Tyrese. Please share with us your favorite quote. My favorite quote is from Henry Ford, and it is, if you think you can or you think you can't, either way you're right. Love it. Thank you for being on the show and sharing your wisdom again. Thank you so much, Lucy, for having me. It's been a joy. Goodbye. Bye-bye. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 